This is Meg Tilton at the ACAL Life, episode number 71, How to Self-Coach. This is the ACAL Life, a place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose. A place to help you realize how important you are, and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry, and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Hello, everyone. I hope you had an amazing weekend and that you're looking forward to this week. It was just Thanksgiving this last week, and it was great. I don't need to eat for another, I don't know, five weeks. (laughs) I could probably go on a fast until Christmas and I'd be just fine. Um, but it was a really great holiday. My parents were here. They're actually still here and we cooked up a storm and we ate ourselves into oblivion. And now I'm going to feel guilty about it for a while. (laughs) Not really, but anyway, I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving, um, or just a great weekend. Whenever you're listening to this, I hope you've had a great day. So I am excited to be able to talk about today's topic, self-coaching. So important, so crucial in being able to create different results in your life. So buckle up because this is going to be a good one. So about two years ago, this time I was first introduced to coaching. I came across Jody Moore um, started listening to her podcast, uh, was fascinated by coaching, started to go, Hmm, who was she trained by? And then I found the life coach school and I found Brooke Castillo and I was introduced to what really coaching is and to the model. (laughs) And it has been kind of like learning through a fire hose for the last two years. Two years ago, I never would have imagined myself being where I am today, having started a podcast and a business. And it's crazy and wonderful all at the same time. It truly is. And I love what I do. I genuinely, truly, in my heart and in my bones, love what I do. I get giddy when I get on phone calls with people and coach them. It is just something that I am so excited to share with people and to be able to help them in their lives. So this is like perfect for me. And I'm grateful that I get to share it with all of you on the podcast here. So if you listened last week, I know I was offering um, five spots for free coaching, free one hour session coaching. And I was doing that through Friday, but I decided like, I'm really kind of online. I'm kind of a cyber business in some ways. So I am opening that up through today. So if you are listening to this podcast on November, what is the date? 26th, 2018, go to the show notes, click on my schedule link and book a session. You will not regret it. Okay. I have two spots left. Three people have signed up. I have two spots left. So you want to grab those spots ASAP. Um, And this is seriously a great deal. 
Coaching is not cheap. I will totally put that out there. So an hour of coaching is basically like me giving you at least $100. Just here you go. $100. $100 to a better life. And I cannot think of a better present to give yourself than an hour of coaching. You don't have to have it scheduled by today. Like you don't have to have the coaching session today, obviously, but you do have to have it scheduled by today and schedule it out on my calendar and we'll get it going and make it happen for you. Now I'm doing this because I believe 100% that everyone should have a coach because the clarity that comes to individuals through coaching is amazing. If you are an LDS woman who is looking to pursue a passion outside of motherhood, I believe coaching is essential to your success because there is so much mental drama that goes on in your head when you are trying anything new. And it is so helpful to have someone point that out and show you where your thoughts are keeping you from really pursuing and going after that passion, right? It's so important. There is no doubt in my mind that the failures we see in our lives come from the thoughts in our heads. So we so often want to blame it on a bunch of other things like lack of time, lack of money, lack of interest by others, lack of knowledge, but it's simply not true. It's not true. Your thoughts are what create your results, plain and simple. So if you want to change the results that you're seeing in your life, you have to change the way that you think. And that is what a coach does for you. A coach shows you, like, do you see that this is the way that you're thinking and that this is the results that it's creating for you? And sometimes we cannot see it. Even me, myself, being a coach, I do not always see where my thoughts create these certain results that I'm not really liking in my life. Of course, I'm getting better at it. But if I'm really stuck on something, I always call my friend Kendra and have her coach me. Okay, because she's amazing and she helps me so much. And that's what I do for other people, right? Kendra has a coach. Everybody, all coaches get coached all the time. So this is not like, oh, we've figured it all out and we totally have, you know, no problems at all. No, but we have the tools to be able to handle those problems and to be able to coach ourselves through that. And that is what a coach does for you. Now, I, like I said, totally believe that everyone should have a coach. And I think the ability to get a coach and be coached is just amazing. But I also believe that the ability to coach yourself is just as important. Okay. I like to equate this to working out with a trainer at the gym. Currently, my husband, Dr. Tilton and I are working out with a trainer once a week. He works us hard, so hard. I can't even walk down the stairs and we are both sore for days after, but that's about the extent of it for us. We've kind of been slacking. We may occasionally go for a run or a walk between sessions, but we aren't consistent in our workouts. And we certainly are not pushing ourselves as hard as our trainer does. 
Okay. We go to him. He pushes us so hard. We work out so hard. Literally, like I said, I can barely walk down the stairs because it's upstairs at our gym and I can barely walk down. And the thing is, is that I'm paying him money. I, he's doing an awesome job. He is pushing me to my limits, but then I'm not doing my part outside of the class. And I know that for us to see true lasting results, we have to put in time outside of the gym. And when we meet with our trainer, our trainer can't do all the work for us. Much of our success depends on the work we put in away from him. Okay. Now the same is true when it comes to coaching your mind. Meeting with a coach is imperative so that they can teach you all the skills and the proper techniques in how to exercise your brain so that you start seeing the results that you want. But honestly, when I look at my clients, the ones who have true growth and have positive and awesome effects come their way because of coaching are the ones who apply all that I have taught them and self-coach outside of our sessions. So today I am going to teach you three steps to self-coaching. You will be amazed at the results you will see if you do these steps on a consistent basis. Okay, so here we go. We're diving in. It's going to be a lot. So get a pen and paper if you want, or put this on repeat because this is going to be really important. Okay. The first thing you have to do in self-coaching that I think is probably one of the best things that you could ever do in this process is what I call thought downloads. Now, this is basically a brain dump onto paper, and I highly recommend you do this a couple times a week, if not daily. Now, for a long time, I tried to do this in my head. Like I just was like, okay, these are all my thoughts that I'm thinking. And I was just thinking about them, but it is not nearly as effective as writing it down. Now you can do it a couple of different ways. You can brain dump all of your random thoughts that you were having and that you are coming through your brain and just put those all on paper. Or you can think about like a very specific circumstance that you have a lot of thought about and write all of your thoughts about that circumstance. So for example, let's say you were trying to decide whether or not you should go back to school and get more education that will fast track you to your dream job, or if you should take a part-time job that has potential to develop into your dream job. You're going to have a lot of thoughts about those two possibilities, and it may cause a lot of confusion because there may be a lot of pros and cons to both in your head, right? You are going to want to know what to do. Our brain likes to know what it's doing. And when there's confusion, that causes a whole lot of negative emotion. And then we start buffering and we start eating food that we shouldn't, and it just kind of spirals. So your brain is going to want to know what to do. So you have to get all of your thoughts down on paper, write down all the things you're thinking about, like how you will afford it. How will it impact your family? What if it, you end up not liking it and wasting a bunch of time? What if your friends and family do not support or approve you? Anything and everything, get it down on paper. Anything you're thinking, like nothing is off limits. Nothing is silly. Nothing is stupid. Nothing is wrong. 
Okay. You have to get it all down on paper. Now I'm going to tell you sometimes just doing this brings an immense amount of clarity and allows your brain to see all of its thoughts on paper. And then you can know which ones are the real worries as opposed to the chatter in your head that is always going on. Eliminating chatter in your brain is essential to self-coaching. It really does help you see things from a more realistic and manageable position. Okay. So I have done this a lot of times and then I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I even like thinking that? That's so fascinating and interesting. (laughs) That's just ridiculous. Like I don't have to believe that anymore because I just know that that's ridiculous, but it was still a thought that came to my mind and I wouldn't really have been aware of that had I not put it on paper. So put it on paper. Okay. So once you have this huge thought download and you get everything onto paper, then you're going to move on to step number two. And this is where you are going to apply the model. I want you to pick out a few of the thoughts that seem to be real problems for you and plug them into the model. If you are unclear as to what the model is, let me do a quick review for you. So the model is the main tool that we use in coaching, and it can seriously help you solve any problem. And it has an acronym. The acronym is C-T-F-A-R, which stands for Circumstance, Thought, Feeling, Action, Result. Okay. So let's go over what those each mean just briefly. I've done this in past podcasts, so you can go look for those. But um, if you want a more in-depth version of what the model is, but here it is really quickly, circumstance, it's a neutral and boring, like it's like it's 97 degrees outside, that house is blue, Um, I drive a Honda Odyssey, like not really super exciting, any of those. And okay, they're just really boring. They're what most people would agree on and uh, is kind of collectively the truth, right? Okay, so that is a circumstance. A thought is what you think about the circumstance, okay? So I drive a Honda Odyssey. I have a ton of thoughts about driving a Honda Odyssey, Somebody else may drive the very same make model color of my Honda Odyssey and have very different thoughts, right? So the Honda Odyssey is still the same. It's all the same circumstance, but we can have very different thoughts. So this is where our individuality comes in. And this is where we can do a lot of amazing work is in our thoughts. Okay. So the circumstance doesn't ever have to change, but we can change our thoughts. So the thought is what we think of the circumstance. Then the F feeling that is the vibration on our bodies that the thought creates. Okay. So in coaching, we refer to feelings as vibrations in our bodies. There are sensations in our bodies. I do a whole coaching session on this, and it's one of my favorite of teaching people how to identify emotion because we're really actually terrible at that. (laughs) We don't identify our emotions very well, and yet it is essential to be able to change our results in a lot of ways is to really be able to identify our emotions more clearly and more definitively. 
Okay. That is what a feeling is, is a vibration that the thought creates. And then that vibration causes us to act. So that's what the A stands for is action. And this is what we do or do not do as a result of that feeling. Let's just use the Honda Odyssey example. Like I may love my Honda Odyssey, so I hold on to it. That may be my thought. Like it creates a good feeling. And then my action is I keep the the Honda Odyssey. Somebody else may own the exact same make model color and they have a thought like, I hate this car. So then they have a feeling of disgust. So then their action is I'm selling the car. So the action is what the feeling causes us to do. And then the result is the outcome of that action. And it has to be the outcome for us. Okay. We like to put the outcome a lot of times on somebody else, in this situation, but that's really where a coach comes in is like, nope, nope, that's not true. This is all about you. This is not about anybody else. And the result has to be yours. And it's just really important to remember that one thought can produce several different feelings and thus different actions and results. So you may have to run several models on the same thought. Okay. I've seen a lot of coaches do that. Some coaches right now are going through master coach training and on the Slack site that we all use to communicate with one another, they're posting a lot of their models about certain thoughts and you'll see the same thought and then several different result lines that come out of it because they have a lot of different emotions and they do a lot of different things and then they get different results. So it's kind of cool to see that. Okay, it is important to stay within your current model as well. And this is where it gets a little bit tricky and where a coach is really helpful. And we like to jump models. And so that's why I really suggest that you get a coach and that you sign up and you learn how coaching is and then uh, self-coaching becomes easier. But you can certainly do it without a coach. So this is where you really have to focus and make sure that, okay, yeah, this is all true. And you know that you've stayed within the same model if your result links back up to your thoughts. So they have to be related in some way, right? So like with the Honda Odyssey example, like I love my Honda Odyssey. It it creates a feeling of happiness. I keep my Honda Odyssey. And then if I were to write my result is, is that then I went and bought a new house that doesn't have anything to do with my thought of, I like my Honda Odyssey, right? The result would be, I keep my Honda Odyssey, right? And the thought is, I love my Honda Odyssey. So yeah, of course I love my Honda Odyssey. So therefore I keep it. Or in the other model of the other person, I hate my Honda Honda Odyssey. Therefore I sell it. That's the result, right? Okay, so you have to be really, really careful about that. Now, you have to be really careful about this when you're running models and you see the thoughts that create the results in your life that you do not judge yourself on your current model. It's really important. That will just cause you to have to run more models and you'll get more depressed and all this stuff because we want to think that the way that we think is wrong. And that is the beautiful thing about coaching too. We're like, it's not wrong. The way you think is not wrong. We're just looking at, is it creating the results that you want in your life? And if it's not, then there is the possibility to change your thoughts so that you can change your results. So I just want you to be curious and amazed at how your brain works and look for why it's deciding to think the way that it is. 
Remember, this is very important. Your brain's number one job is to protect you. So be grateful and aware of that when you're running models. And then once you see what it's trying to do and you're grateful for it and it's protective mode, then you can move on. Then you can be like, okay, that's great. I'm so grateful for you trying to protect me, but not necessary. This is not a tiger chasing after me in the wild. So just be really curious. It's so fascinating to see how our brains work. And I've had a lot of really cool experiences lately to be like, that is so cool. Now, once you have run the model and you can see what your brain is currently doing and you accept that and you're like curious and fascinated and you are just like, okay, yeah, that's totally what's going on and that's okay and I'm okay with it, but it's not creating the results that I want. Then that's when you jump into step number three and you just try on new thoughts. So once you have identified a thought that is not creating the results that you want and have sat with it and honored it, then it is time to look for the new thought. This is the fun part because you have to remember that all thoughts are optional. So you are allowed to think whatever you want. So many of us think that our circumstances have to change in order for our thoughts to change. And that is not true. Like I was saying earlier, circumstances never have to change for our thoughts to change. Now you may say, but I don't want to feel good about this circumstance. And you know what? That's okay. There's going to be circumstances in your life that you don't want to feel awesome about. And I think that that's 100% okay. But what I want you to do and what I want you to start realizing is, is that you're choosing to not feel okay and you're okay with that, but it's not the circumstance that is creating that feeling for you. It's your thought about the circumstance that is creating it for you. Do you see the difference? An important part of self-coaching is taking ownership for your thoughts and knowing that you are the one who is responsible for them. Circumstances are not responsible for your thoughts. Circumstances are not responsible for the way that you feel. Circumstances are not responsible for what you do or do not do. And circumstances are not responsible for the results that you see in your life. It is your thoughts. Now, if you are able to do this, if you are really able to own your thoughts and take control of them and allow yourself to have ownership over them, the world truly opens up and the possibilities of what you can think and the results that you can have and generate in your life are endless. Okay. It is amazing. You get to decide what you think. And therefore, you get to decide the results that you see in your life. Now, you may want to think something that causes you feelings that are less than enjoyable, like I was saying. And I am here to tell you that that is perfectly appropriate in some circumstances because the thought generating that feeling ultimately gives you the results you want. So I'm going to use the example of when my father-in-law recently passed away. I wanted to feel sad, right? Now, I don't particularly like that emotion of sadness, but that's what I wanted to feel because it meant that I cared about him. I cared about my husband. I cared about my mother-in-law and I cared about 
all of my husband's siblings and their extended family and what the loss of my father-in-law meant to each of them and to myself, right? And to my children. That was huge, actually. Now, that feeling of sadness stemmed from a thought of his presence and guidance in our lives will be greatly missed. He won't be an active influence in my husband and my children's lives anymore. That feeling of sadness led me to having a feeling of compassion and understanding for my husband and my children and my in-laws. The result for me was remembering all the great things that he has done and trying to implement many of his amazing qualities in my own life. Do you see how sadness in this case while often deemed a negative emotion, was one that created as a result that I wanted. Now, this is what I call clean pain. It's what we refer to in coaching. It's Brooke Castillo says it all the time. This is clean pain, meaning it wasn't laced with guilt of what is and should has. It was just sadness. Okay. I sat in the sadness. I allowed myself to be sad that this man is not in our lives anymore. And that is an okay thing to do. Okay. But I don't want to feel sadness forever. So I let it run its course and it has run its course and I will let it back into my life in regards to him when it needs to be, because I know that there will time be times in the future where I will think, I really wish Bill was here. That would have been really nice to have him here. But I also want to feel gratitude and peace surrounding his passing. So I have shifted into thoughts about the blessings of the sealing power that we experience in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that we believe is restored to the earth today. I also think about the knowledge that I have that life continues after this one and the fact that I know that I will see him again. These kind of thoughts produce feelings of gratitude and peace. And I am then able to move on with my life with no fear, and the results are a greater appreciation for those in my life now. And it doesn't mean that I don't miss him. It doesn't mean that I'm not valuing him anymore. In fact, I think I'm valuing him more because of the man that he was and the life that I know he would want me to live. But I experienced that sadness. I certainly did. And I let myself feel that. But now I'm shifting into gratitude and peace. Those are the things that I want to feel. And so I'm thinking different thoughts. Now, I'm hoping that you all are taking this okay and that it wasn't too strong of a fire hydrant of a hose in your thought process today, but I know the importance of self-coaching. And so I want to give it to you. This is one of my Christmas gifts to you. Um, Early Christmas gifts is the ability to self-coach. It is one of the best things you can learn to do to help you stop sitting around and thinking that your life or your passion is just going to happen. This puts you in control. And this is a very good thing because when you are in control of your thoughts, amazing things happen. And in regards to you getting your passions and making them happen, it goes from a dream to a reality. If you want to see things become a reality in your life, you have to change the way that you think because that drives everything.
Okay, so if this is a little bit confusing, if you're like, I'm not quite sure how to do the thought download, I'm a little confused about the model, and I'm not sure what my new thoughts need to be. If you're listening to this on the 26th, then make sure that you go sign up for your free hour of coaching. Okay, the link is in the show notes. If this is after the 26th, you can always email me at meg at the and I will answer any questions that you have. Okay, so I hope you all have a great week. I hope you all are able to self-coach you and see the amazing results that it can have in your life through this holiday season and any time of the year, quite frankly. <laughs> all right, everybody have a great week. I appreciate you all and I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.